And good morning, everybody. Welcome to Bartow Sports Zone. Matt Santini will be filling in for Charles Wilson. But first, we want to do a quick shout-out to our sponsors today that make Bartow Sports Zone possible. Blackstone Realty, Styles Auto Care, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments, Rooks Roofing and Exterior, Schottenkirk Honda, Wilson Pools, Iworks of Cartersville, Oak Hill Designs, Hydro Pro Wash, Days Chevrolet, Sidelines Grill, All-Star Roofing, Elite Stone Supply, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Kelly's Pet Grooming, Asher Realty, Three-Way Campers, and Karen Ayers, Realtor, Atlanta Communities. Now here's your host, Matt Santini. Or maybe not. I thought Matt Santini was there, but you know what? We can go right into the opening conversation here. We can say hello to Jackson. Hi. Good morning, Jackson. Good morning, Alan. How are you? And it looks like we do have Coach Connor Foster by his phone connection. Coach, good morning. Yeah, good morning. How are you guys? And now we should have Matt Santini in on the Zoom. Matt, good morning to you. Good morning. A little technologically challenged, but uh, thank you all for uh, joining in. And, Coach, let's get right to it. Team's off to a 2-0 and start. Uh, what have, Tell us one thing that you've been pleasantly surprised with and one thing that you think you really need to kind of clean up here going into week number three um you know i, I don't know about surprises um I, i've been pleased with uh you know some of the depth that we're developing uh we, we've played a lot of bodies on both sides of the ball and um you know been pleased from that standpoint from an improvement standpoint i mean the, the list is long it's early in the season uh, i think we need to be better at uh closing out drives and closing out games on on um on offense, I think we've really moved the ball both games and then kind of just shot ourselves in the foot, uh, whether it be penalties or turnover. Uh, so I think, you know, ha- having, um, you know, the, the mindset that we're going to finish people off, finish off drives, uh, that's a big one for us. Offensively and then defensively, um, just execution. I think at times some of the little things early in the season, um, hand placement, eye- eyes in the right spot, all those little details we've always got to improve on. Thanks. Jackson, you got the next question. Hey, good morning, Coach Foster. Uh, tonight's opponent, Altoona High School, probably uh, uh, fairly, well, obviously, location-wise, very close. But I've been a witness to several of these football games, and and what an atmosphere when these two teams get together, and, and really good football teams. I know they've got a new uh, a new head coach there at Altoona. Do you expect the same same type of kind of old school offense, or are they going to change it up on you this year? Well, I, I've uh, I got a lot of respect for Alatuna. Um, you know, they they've had a tremendous program. Coach Varner did an amazing job laying the foundation there in the program. And then Coach Smith, the new head coach, uh, actually worked uh, with his daddy at Loganville when I was student teaching. So a long, long time ago, I've known Brad for a long time. And Brad's going to do great things there at Alatuna. I, I think he's going to just continue to build on what Gary's done. I think you'll see a, a new style of offense, a lot of speed. Uh, they're going to space you out and. Um, throw a lot of different looks at you. Um, Brad is an offensive guy, so very innovative. Uh, I think we'll see a, a lot of new wrinkles from them offensively, and we haven't seen it all yet from them, so we're going to have to adjust on the fly defensively tonight. They do bring into the mix a uh, – I can't remember if Sadiq is a second-year or three-year starter for them. They uh, they like to run the ball. It's not – basically it's one of those quick-hitting run games, and as you said uh, – they can uh, they can spread it out and move it, and the quarterback is uh, he likes to run the ball as well. Talk a little bit about preparations for that. Yeah, he's electric. Uh, really, really a tremendous player, and this offense really suits him. Um, you know, spreading people out and uh, being able to to read some some different players. They do a good job of mixing up their reads. Sometimes they're reading linebackers. Sometimes they're reading defensive ends, and um, you know they kind of keep you guessing there defensively, but. Uh, the running back is really electric as well. Um, so a lot of speed for them. Uh, it'll, like I said, be kind of a different altitude look, uh, but still really physical, still really sound, all the things you'd expect from an altitude football team. All right, we've looked forward a little bit. I want to go back just a little bit, and I don't want to get your blood pressure up too much this morning, but there were a couple of plays last week that led to opponent touchdowns. Defense didn't give up any points. Um, I know in particular the uh, the call – with uh, Balin Long, which I looked at uh, and kind of thought, wow, what a great, I mean, effort. He was dragging five guys with him. Um, can you kind of talk a little bit about uh, what got your ire up relative to that, uh, that particular play? 
Uh, his momentum was stopped. Um, you know, at, at that point, he was being held up by the defense and felt like the play was over. Um, they were allowed to continue to hold him up and to, to strip at the football. Really, that becomes an injury concern. Um, yeah. So if player safety is a priority, uh, then prioritize it. Uh, I didn't feel like that was the case uh, in that instance. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I credit to Balaam for it. We're really running hard, and I understand from an official standpoint, you feel like, you know, this guy's really running hard and moving the pile. But at that point, I felt like the pile had, had stopped. Um, and the play was over. Just nobody blew the whistle. So, um, you know, that was that was my perspective, but I certainly understand that perspective as well. Yep. Well, and again, if the motivation is to protect your players, then that's good. I just didn't want to get – and I know you saw it, but some people uh, – you know, to me, what I took from that play is here's here's Balin who's fighting to get carries behind Christian Landau and uh, Richard Houston, and he's he's looked very impressive as a number three option, and that's you got to be real pleased with that. Yeah, he's been he's been great, you know. And for us too, it's it's a teaching tool always, you know. I, you got all that you can get out of the run, and, and you really ran through a lot of tackles at that point. Protect yourself as well, right? Protect the ball, protect yourself, because uh, he's been tremendous, and we need him. We need him to uh, continue to play well. Kelson Mitchell's a guy that will continue to get some touches there running back and Luke McBride uh, because, you know, Christian Lando and uh, Richard Houston are certainly electric, uh, you know, a running back, but we also need them to play defense as well. Sure. We got about 45 seconds. Uh, the second touchdown, one thing a lot of people may miss was the fact that really and truly Nate delivered a ball that was right on the money and uh, Jamari was held out of the picture there. And that's what yeah. led to pick six. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm, I felt like Jamari got tackled there. But again, um, you know, it's we're in third and long, uh, so we weren't in a great situation, and um, we did it to ourselves. And so, uh, again, you're, you're frustrated by the results, but it's more about the process. So try to stay out of third and long, and don't put yourselves in a position where somebody can miss a call there. And it's tough on those guys, too. It's, it's early in the season for the officials. Uh, I think they were one man short of a normal crew. Uh, so some of those things got, you know, that, that may get missed. But I think the crew did a really good job managing the game Friday night. I don't, I don't want everybody to hear me be overly critical of them. You know, at the end of the day, uh, those things are going to happen. Jamar's got to continue to fight through, and he, he does a tremendous job of that. It just didn't go our way on that play uh, last, last Friday. Speaking with Coach Connor Foster with the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, we'll be back with more from Coach after this timeout, we come back. We will, again, turn our focus a little bit more to tonight's contest with the Alatoona Buccaneers coming to you from Wineman Stadium. Our coverage starts at 6. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone right here on your community radio station, WBHF. Storms come along in life. But when your home or commercial property has an all-star roof and gutters, you have an all-star defense. For free same-day inspections and estimates, call 770-655-0911. Visit allstarroofs.com or find All-Star Roofing on Facebook. For Bartow County's only master elite roofer, call on All-Star Roofing. If you've been turned down for a car loan, if divorce, bankruptcy, or foreclosure is holding you back, the Credit Restoration Specialist at Schottenkirk Honda of Cartersville can help you. The Schottenkirk CRS team makes financing fast and easy so you can get the car you want at a payment you can afford. Schottenkirk Honda can help you buy with no money down. Come see our Credit Restoration Specialist today and get back on the road. Give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda of Cartersville, 539 East Main Street, and online at hondaofcartersville.com. Let Kelly and her staff pamper your pet at Kelly's Pet Grooming. Hey, everybody, Alan Sanders here. You can depend on Kelly's Pet Grooming located on North Tennessee Street right here in Cartersville, where they've been keeping local dogs and cats and their owners happy for 30 years, right in Bartow. Let me tell you, as owner of many dogs over the years, there's nobody we've trusted more than Kelly. All grooming is appointment only, and standing appointments are available. Kelly also offers express grooming and walk-in nail clipping services for dogs and cats of all ages. Call Kelly at 770-382-9013. That's 770-382-9013. Making Cartersville beautiful one pet at a time. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on your community radio station, WBHF AM 1450, FM 100.3, and worldwide on WBHFradio.org. Want to make the most of our time 
with Coach Foster this morning, and I'll throw it back to Jackson. Uh, coach, uh, talking about Altoona earlier, we talked a little bit about uh, the new coach and his offensive mind. Defensively, what do you expect to see out of them uh, formation-wise, and uh, what are they like? You know, what are, what are you what are you going to focus on them defensively to try to move the ball? You know, they they've kind of switched it up a little bit. Uh, you know, from their first first couple games. So what we saw in the scrimmage has been a little bit different than what we've seen. Um, but it looks like they, they've kind of morphed into more of a three-four defense, kind of kind of similar to to what we're doing. Um, so I mean, I who knows? You know, we'll see. We we think we got a pretty good feel for what they're doing, but. Again, early in the year, you just don't know, especially with the new staff. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of new wrinkles tonight, and that's a huge part um, of, of football today is the ability to adjust on the fly. It's so important for our kids, so important for our coaches. Uh, we got to be able to take what they give us defensively, but we, we don't know yet what they're going to give us. So, um, you know, they're still trying to figure it out defensively. They've played. They've gotten better each week. So I think we'll see some more wrinkles, wrinkles and we'll have to adjust on the fly and, and uh, in order to put our kids in position to be successful. And coach, I, you know, being early in the year like this, yes, as you mentioned, they're still trying to figure out who they are, just like, you know, in a lot of ways, you're still trying to figure out how your team is sure. going to morph and improve and change. It, it did seem a little bit dichotomous to me that defensively, at least on film, especially last week against Kel, which is a good opponent, they, they look athletic. They look like they can kind of like you do. You can plug and play different people in different positions but they gave up over 500 yards of offense. Uh, well, listen so, now, Kale's, Kale's really yeah. good. So don't, yeah. don't let that fool you now. Yep. Kale's, Kale is uh, electric. They, they got guys that are, um, you know, we, which we do too. You know, we're excited about our team. And, and um, you know, I, I think probably for Alatuna, that was, that was certainly a different look from what they'd seen the week before in North Paulding. So, you know, for their kids, it'll slow down as they're learning a new defense and, um, you know, I, I think there's some some things that that we can take advantage of, but we've got to execute uh, better this week. The uh, the kicking game. I know last week you like in a lot of weeks you enjoy a pretty good advantage uh, over the opponent. This week, not not as much because they've got they've got a pretty strong kicking game. Yeah, really strong. Uh, kickers are outstanding. Uh, Coach Smith is uh, also a special teams guy, so. I'm sure we'll see some wrinkles there on special teams as well. Um, but, you know, that part of the challenge is, is exciting as well. You know, we've, we've got to challenge our guys, really. Our word of the week was extraordinary, and we, we talked about doing all the extra things to go from ordinary to extraordinary, and special teams being a big piece of it. Make sure we've shored up any leaks and make sure that we're, we're really focused in on every facet of the game. And, and, and I think we've had a, a great week of preparation, and we'll see if we execute tonight. Uh, Coach, I'm going to throw you a curveball here. I'm going to going to take the focus off of tonight's game. GHSA has met, and obviously, the it's it's no secret they're going to uh, go from a seven or excuse me, an eight classification state to a seven classification, where now six A will be the the top. Do you do you agree with that move? Restrict uh, constricting the the classifications down. Is that something you're in favor of? Oh man, that's that's a good question. Uh, not not one that I want recorded and send to GHSA. Um, you know, I I'll say this about the GHS, GHSA. Excuse me. It's easy to be critical, but they've got an impossibly hard job. There's there's no way that they can make me happy at Cartersville and make Chris County down in South Georgia happy, uh, whether it be metro, rural, big schools, small schools, private schools. Um, you know, there, there's just they've got an impossibly difficult job. Um, and, and so I think it'll be interesting. You know, I, I don't have a great answer for it yet. I, I hate to, to be negative before we see the results. Um, I am in favor of as many kids having the opportunity to win a state championship and compete for a state championship as, as possible uh, with all the exposure that it brings to different programs and different opportunities. So I, I like having as many state champions as possible. Uh, but that doesn't mean that, that it won't work well. Man, that's a, that's a pretty political answer there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Take notes, uh, Mr. That. Mayor. Yeah, you call, call me after, after we get done here. And I'll tell you what I really think about. But I guess I'll just say, well played. The um, you mentioned earlier on about depth, and we got about three minutes left. You know, especially up front, what I've noticed really the last couple of years, but we'll we'll focus on this year. The uh, the guys that have, you know, it's almost I kind of liken it to a hockey shift change, especially along the defensive front. Uh, I know that you'll have additional opportunities now for Mason James, Cooper Moon, 
maybe Ollie Hamilton to to get even a few more reps based on, you know, the way that life works. But I, I want you to kind of talk about some of these guys that have that have now got maybe a little bit more expanded opportunity. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's one of my favorite, uh, you know, really parts of, of of the position I'm in is, is to grow these young men and, and to see them go from, you know, being a younger guy that, I you know, I, I'm not. I'm not in the mix yet, but we, we really uh, try to preach to our guys. You, you're closer than you realize. Um, and to, to make sure you're working on your craft at all times. And even if your moment hasn't come yet, you know, continue to continue to struggle, continue to grind, continue to push. And our guys have done such a great job of that. And we got some guys that have really stepped up um, in some big moments. Last week, uh, Lee Hamilton had two huge plays right before the half and really excited for him. That's, that's a senior who's run scout team, who's done everything we've asked. And now it's ready uh, in a huge moment. And so I think you'll see some younger guys tonight, um, some guys that will have to grow up, some guys that will help grow up. Uh, and we'll love them through the process, and, and they'll be better football players for it and, and better men for it. You replace the back four, you know, all four new starters. I know you're running a little bit of that three deep with, with Richard Houston back there, which is a stabilizing force. But, you know, even even running in extra pieces, I don't think there's a lot of high schools that are running in four or five cornerbacks throughout the course of a game. And that's got to be uh, a good opportunity for a lot of kids as they're getting playing time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's twofold. Some of it is, you know, we, we want to create great competition, um, you know, within our practices, uh, within a game and guys understand when they get their opportunities, they're ready to go compete, whether it be in practice or in a game. And so we want to continue to foster competition. That's going to serve these young men. Well, not just on Friday nights, but in life. Um, and so be, beyond that, though, it also we're always have an eye to the future. We always want to make sure we're, we're prepared for the next year uh, where even though we've got four new starters, uh, Chad Lynn played some last year. Turner Abernathy played a ton last year. Caleb Cooley had some meaningful snaps for us last year. So that even though they're, quote, unquote, a, a new starter, doesn't mean they haven't played meaningful minutes. Coach, we appreciate your time and uh, certainly wish you well tonight against the Altoona Buccaneers. 7.30 kickoff, a lot cooler this week than it was last week, and I know that's that's a, a, that's a plus as well. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, really thankful for another another home game. Great opportunity to play here at Lyman Stadium. Really, we've had great crowds, so I want to thank you uh, to our community for turning out. We're going to need a huge crowd tonight. I know Altoona will travel well. Fantastic. Well, Coach, again, thanks for jumping into the zone this morning, and Best of luck tonight. Our coverage starts at 6 o'clock with countdown to kickoff, and then we'll have 7.30 as the start, and uh, we'll have coverage of all the local games tonight. We've even got a game tomorrow that we'll talk about in hour number two. And until then, we're going to take a timeout. You're headed, you're listening to Bartow Sports Zone here on WBHF. Hey, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. And just passing through on the retirement trail, Mac McKenzie. Mac, what brings you in town? My granddaughter came to visit and was backing out of our camping spot and boom, right into a tree. Oh, no. That's okay. I brought it down to the collision center and you guys took great care of her. Wrote an estimate, dealt with the insurance company, made her feel right at home. When it was finished, the car looked better than it did before. Wow, thanks, Mac. And just remember, at Styles Auto Care, we We can can do do almost almost anything to your vehicle except sell it. For more than a decade, Hydro Pro Wash has been the experts in soft washing and exterior cleaning for your home and business. Trust Hydro Pro Wash to provide guaranteed quality service at a fair price. Cleaning building exteriors, roofing, driveways, decks, windows, and more. And always using environmentally friendly detergents that are safe for your landscaping. Call 678-764-3553. Find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook or go to My Pressure Washing Pro. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on your community radio station, WBHF. Matt Santini along with Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, and now joined by the head coach of the Adairsville Tigers, John Cudd. Good morning, coach. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Fantastic. Fresh off of uh, an impressive road victory at Cherokee Bluff today, playing host to Rabin County and I uh, want to start out with, uh, I'll ask, I'll probably follow up in a different way after this, but uh, the game day experience, you know, getting kids regimented and ready to play. I mean, they certainly, I think all of us can probably remember at some point having a game day and just being jacked up at six o'clock in the morning and ready to go. What is that? Uh, how do you keep the reins on this or how do you keep your players regimented so that they're peaking right around game time? 
Um, well, the one thing we, we do here, and we've been doing it for a while now, is we lift on game days. So uh, most of our kids are in fourth block, which is our last uh, class of the day. They're going to come in, and they're going to get a lift in. Um, it's just something we feel strongly about. We also want to let the other uh, sports know that it's okay to lift on game days. There's, you know, so many stories out there with guys lifting during the World Series or the, you know, getting a lift in on a on a big football day or whatever. So uh, we continue to lift, and it just kind of, you know, helps them get some of the, uh, I guess, butterflies out a little bit. So uh, that's one of the things we do, and then it's just a normal school day for us. So, Coach, you uh, coming off a impressive twenty-one to seven victory over Cherokee Bluff. Uh, you traveled across the northern part of the state to to play the game. You get the home game tonight. Uh, surprises wise, who did you who stood out for you? It's, it was week one for you guys. Your opening week last week. Uh, obviously, some new faces on both sides of the ball. Who stood out to you uh, in that week one game? Well, um, you know, I, I don't know that there was any surprises. Um, you know, I thought our our D line and, and linebackers played well, uh, which is you know after you you play trying and then you have a week uh, a week off. Uh, and you're just kind of foaming at the mouth to get back out there because you knew we were better than we showed at times. Um, so uh, I was surprised at how they played. Uh, I think Jet Johnson had a great game. Um, the, the stat line doesn't show, but he he played w- really well up front. Um, you know, our our two linebackers, Colt McCord and um, and Hayden Blaylock, both had had solid games. Uh, and we, after the first part of the game, we really uh, picked it up in the secondary, and our our guys really did a good job of covering downfield. So uh, I was really pleased at that. Well, uh, coming into tonight, the, you're obviously your home opener. The uh, uh, Raven County Wildcats come to town. The Mike Davis, local name, led uh, Raven County team. Uh, big game last year, a lot of points scored. Uh, they're coming off of, of a shutout, which is unusual for a Raven County team to get shut out. Uh, what do you expect to see out of those guys tonight? Well, I, I fully expect them to be, uh, you know, ready to get back and, and get that bad taste out of their mouth. Stevens County has a really good football program uh, that they, uh, you know, went against last week. So uh, we know Coach Davis well. We also know Coach Ross, who's their defensive coordinator, uh, who's also been around the area and been here for a, a short time as well. So um, we know that those guys can coach and they'll have those guys ready to play. And uh, we know it's going to be a, a fight. So. Coach, you mentioned this a moment ago. You know, you had the scrimmage, you scrimmaged half, and then you had to go another extra week there. Uh, that extra week and having a, a really an extra week to prepare for this that week one game against Cherokee Bluff, um, is that is that by design? Is that just the way the schedule fell? And are there any advantages to kind of starting that one week later than most other people do? Uh, that's not by design. That was just how the schedule fell. Um, you know, the reclass uh, the, uh, two years ago or whenever we had the last reclass was really crazy uh, with all of the movement. And then, you know, we ended up having four or five schedules, so we didn't want to be off that week. But uh, what it allowed us to do is is kind of, you know, uh, take a look at ourselves. You know, who are we? Uh, and and we, we had some really, really tough practices. Uh, to get ready for Cherokee Bluff and and uh, obviously the next two uh, two games as well. But, um, you know, we, we really wanted to get back out there and play. We knew we could play better than we did, um, you know, in, in the scrimmage. Uh, it was kind of like we started really, really fast. We started really fast Friday night offensively, but kind of bogged down a little a little bit. But um, it's not by design. You know, we, we really wanted to play that way <laughs> that first week if we could have. So I'll, I'll go back again to kind of my first question. And again, I'm a little more fascinated with the the off-field stuff. Again, Cherokee Bluff is not an easy place to get to. You're going to Flowery Branch on a Friday afternoon. Um, again, I know you guys kind of want to time your arrival, but getting to that part of the state any day of the week, any time of day is kind of a challenge. What is What did that day look like for you? And were you really, uh, you know, your assessment of how your team reacted Again, first game and going on a pretty long road trip. Right, correct. Well, we kind of based it off of last year's Raven trip, which is another hour, uh, uh, you know, further. But um, you know, we felt like we didn't handle the the Raven trip very well. We we stopped and ate on the way, and and our kids, you know, they they ate a ton of food, and 
we just <laughs> i mean we, it was a three-hour trip you know so we we said we'll just get out earlier here we'll go ahead and have a regular pre-game uh, meal here and then we'll take some snacks um you know some things that they can some protein bars and some things like that they can have if they need uh, so we tried to make it a, as close to um, what we normally do as possible uh, and then uh, of course we we didn't even touch atlanta we tried to go around and uh, kind of went through the country went through canton and coming and went that way so uh, and we arrived uh, our plan was to arrive at 5 30 and which is our normal arrival time and and we we actually made it so um other than the buses being extremely hot and it being you know 99 degrees outside it was mm. it was a it was a pretty good trip uh we got less than 60 seconds so the uh you mentioned the the, the temperature how did um how did your team fare in some pretty difficult climatic conditions uh, you know, I, I think not being in uh, or not having that first game to kind of play the four quarters, um, you know, we, we kind of struggled maybe a little bit with uh, conditioning, uh, just being ready for that. But uh, but overall, I thought we handled it pretty well. We play a lot of guys, so uh, we, we do have some depth this year. So that was that was a plus for us. Very good. We're talking to Coach John Cudd with the Adairsville Tigers. They were winners on the road last week, 21-7 to at Cherokee Bluff to take on a pretty renowned program in uh, Rabin County. That game will be tonight at 7.30. The Adairsville Sports Network, Larry Gardner, will have that game for you online. And, of course, if we get an opportunity here, we'll give you bonus coverage right here on WBHF. And, of course, all the highlights will be part of our uh, programming tonight as well. We come back, we'll talk more about the Adairsville Tiger program and who knows else where else the road will take us. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF in Cartersville. Oak Valley Designs, your source for luxury stair coverings with sewn-in padding. Available in shapes, colors, and a variety of carpet styles to best fit your taste, check out oakvalleydesigns.com to begin your shopping experience right away. Or give them a call at 706-331-0315. They're open to the public right here in Cartersville at 30 River Court, just off West Avenue. Update your stair covering or just make your stairs safer for pets and the elderly by helping to reduce slipping. Check out Oak Valley Designs Stair Coverings. This is Cartersville's own personal injury attorney, Zach Pritchard. Football season is an exciting time, but if a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck has tackled you behind the line, call us today and hand off that stress to us. We make sure your injuries are treated so that you can get back in the game and continue crossing those goal lines. Don't let insurance companies rush you with their tricks and tactics. With Pritchard Injury Firm's protection, you'll never come out of the pocket. So call me today. 470-420-4200 or Google us at PritchardInjuryFirm.com. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. Matt Santini, Jackson Hyde, and spending some time with Coach John Cutt of the Adairsville Tigers. And again, it's it's always seems like it's always every week we go, you know, the conversations we have off the air. Uh, might be the ones that we need to kind of leak onto the air, but no, we won't do that. Uh, Coach, I'll, I'll start with uh, this second segment with this. And again, looking more of the off the field stuff, you spend so much time with the on the field things. So much of a coach's job is off the field. And, and really a large part of that that makes your life easier is having a booster club that kind of handles a lot of the, you know, the really stuff that makes the program go. I'll give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about uh, the, the Adairsville Tiger football club. Oh, absolutely. Um, we have we actually have two clubs here. They're they've been super generous. Um, they they give their time. Um, you know, our, our Tiger Club will be here this morning helping get things set up for for tonight with uh, not just concessions, but also everything that we do as far as feeding the kids, um, uh, all of the logistics of setting up the sideline and all that. So uh, they'll be up here this morning working on that. We we usually have you know, five or so guys up here doing that. Um, we have a legacy club now that, that some of the, uh, the guys that's graduated from the school uh, has kind of put together and um, the guys that, you know, lead that they've been, you know, super supportive. They, they try to get us anything we need that, you know, better, uh, betters the program. It's actually a K through 12 program that, you know, we ha- uh, they help with the, the youth program. They help with the middle school program and, and they're also helping here at the high school. So uh, just, uh 
super fortunate to have these guys that are, you know, so committed to, to our success. Uh, Coach, I'm going to ask you another off-the-field question. It's a question asked Coach, Coach, Coach Foster in the earlier segment. Uh, GHSA has decided to reduce the number of classifications by one, um, which is obviously going to make the, the region sizes uh, a little bigger. Uh, what are your thoughts on the, the constriction of the number of classes in the state? I honestly haven't given it a whole lot of thought. I, I, I do know that, you know, we're going to six. Um, as long as scheduling is easy, because it was a nightmare this past time, uh, you know, it would be, um, I'm okay with it. Um, you know, I think right now we're going to probably stay maybe a uh, big 3A um, or, you know, one of the bigger 3A schools. But we'll, uh, you know, we'll just kind of worry about that when it gets here. I just kind of focus right now on, on this year and, and trying to, you know, be the best we can be here. Let's get you back on the field. We got a couple minutes left. And, and Raven County, as we Jackson had mentioned, you know, they're off to a, a – a one and one start. They were shut out last week. We mentioned that, but again, one of those programs um, that is is a more storied program, a strong program. They come in here, um, and again, it's early in the season. Look at these schedules and scores, but not really a whole picture. What do you expect out of them tonight, and what do you think you might be able to take advantage of? Well, yeah, I think they they had a lot of guys graduate. Um, you know, they had a a lot of solid players last year. There's no doubt about it. Um, and, and they're missing some of those guys. They, they've got some young talent. I think those guys are trying to figure out, they're kind of like us. They're trying to figure out, you know, who's going to be the leader and who's going to step up and, and, and be those guys. And, um, yeah, I, I expect that we're going to, we're going to get their best. Um, that we're going to get their best effort. Obviously, uh, we have some, um, some past history with, with coach Davis and coach Ross, but, um, you know, I, I'm hoping the quarterback's young. I, I'm hoping that we can, you know, maybe fluster him a little bit. And I think there's some things on defense, uh, their defense, that we can take advantage of as well. And uh, we got, again, we got about maybe a minute left. I'll give you a chance to kind of brag on the fans or, you know, how did you travel last week and what do you expect tonight at home for the first home game? Uh, it, it was great. Last week, uh, our stands were, were packed. Um, a lot of people made the journey over to Cherokee Bluff. Uh, and I expect, uh, you know, hopefully with it being um, Labor Day weekend, we'll still have a, a big crowd here. I know that I've got a lot of family coming into town for this this game. And uh, I know some other people do as well. But hopefully we have a big, uh, big crowd. But uh, the support the last year and and then the first couple games here this year has been absolutely amazing Uh, so just very fortunate that's john cud with the adairsville tigers we wish you well this evening and again we'll be bringing uh you coverage of that game courtesy of larry gardner and the adairsville sports network you can find that online and we'll do everything we can uh to give you as many highlights and bonus coverage as we go about the night have a great uh afternoon coach and uh go tigers I appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good one. Thank you. Good luck tonight, Coach. Thanks, man. We have got uh, another hour of Bartow Sports Zone coming up after a WBHF news break. We probably will be joined by Brad Stevens. Mike Garcia may pop his head in there. Alan Sanders may chime in. It's the first week of college football. We got Atlanta Braves and a whole lot more. We'll be back with Bartow Sports Zone after this timeout. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service construction repair. We make swimming easy. So WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goal. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the studios of WBHF. It is the final hour of Bartos Morning News, a Bartos Sports Zone hour, and I'm Alan Sanders. Going to give you a rundown of the sponsors that make Bartos Sports Zone possible. That includes Blackstone Realty, Day Chevrolet, Sidelines Grill, Styles Auto Care, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, All Star Roofing, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments, Elite Stone Supply, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Rooks Roofing and Exteriors, Shot and Kirk Honda, Kelly's Pet Grooming, Asher Realty, Wilson Pools, iWorks of Cartersville, Three Way Campers, Oak Valley Designs, Heron Ayers, Realtor with Atlanta Communities, and Hydro Pro Wash. And now with today's show hosting, here's Matt Santini. Thanks a whole lot, Alan. Good morning to everybody. Joined by Jackson Hyde. This segment, we're going to change things up just a little bit um, and give you all this, the local uh, other sports other than football, cross-country, volleyball, and softball. And uh, we'll start with cross-country this uh, particular segment today. The Cartersville boys finished first out of 10 teams Thursday at the front runner five-star meet at Heritage High School in Ringgold. Cartersville was led by Malachi Vosberg, who won the individual race in 16:10. Yeah, that's 3.1 miles in 16:10. Barrett Stepp gets his athleticism from his mother and not from Jace. Uh, finished ninth in 17:47. Adairsville's Callie Victoria ran to a sixth-place finish Thursday night in the girls' meet at Heritage. The 5K race included 97 runners. Adairsville did not field a full team uh, for that particular race, and the Cartersville girls finished fifth of ten teams at the same meet. The Lady Canes were led by freshman Kylie Ham in 17th place and sophomore Vivi Vest in 21st. Taking a look at softball, which gives me a moment to tell you that uh, we'll have our next softball broadcast here on WBHF. Woodland takes on Calhoun. That's going to be Tuesday, September 5th, a 5 p.m. start right here on WBHF. And our coverage of softball all fall is brought to you by our friends at Brock Fields Financial Advisor. Speaking of softball, last night at Daresville. Uh, fell to one and nine, zero oh and four in region plays. They fell to Lafayette by a count of seven to two. Uh, in other softball action, Cartersville now has cracked the top ten. They are number nine in five A. They beat uh, Calhoun in eight innings on Tuesday night. They lost to uh, Carrollton in a non-region game six to four last night. Uh, they uh, the Cass Colonels four and nine uh, lost to Woodland on Tuesday, and they won last night against Rome fourteen to nothing in five innings. And Adair, excuse me, uh, Woodland, excuse me, 10 and 3, 3 and 2, now 6th and 5A. They uh, shut out Cass on Tuesday, as I mentioned. They lost at Northwest Whitfield in a non region contest on Wednesday. They will play Calhoun, as I mentioned, next Tuesday. We'll have that game for you here on WBHF. And Adairsville uh, volleyball team, they lost a three set match to Rockmart on Tuesday. They'll play uh, the 7th versus Cass and Sonoraville. Uh, Cass, 2-13, and 13. they lost uh, to Murray and Gilmer. And then Cartersville, 12-6, and six. they beat Model and Murchie on Tuesday. And they will play Thursday, the 7th, against uh, Paulding County. They did play Kennesaw Mountain last night. We don't have a score on that. And then Woodland, from a volleyball perspective, they are 4-9. They lost matches to Murray and North Paulding on Tuesday. We don't have a result from Temple and Pepperell. From last night, and then uh, they'll play uh, Gaysville, Alabama, and Chistuga on Tuesday. That'll take place in Summersville. So there's a look at the other sports that are going on this fall. And again, we encourage you to get out and support all the local athletes that are out uh, working just as hard and beating the heat. Uh, think of those cross-country runners running over the last week with the heat that we've had. We come back, we'll mix it up with Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, perhaps Brad Stevens, and Mike Garcia. As we talk about the first week of college football, we'll talk about uh, the Atlanta Braves and whatever else comes to mind. Of course, we'll probably talk a little bit of Cass High School football as they play tomorrow night as well. And uh, Jackson Hyde will have part of the call on that. So keep it tuned right here to Bartow Sports Zone. We'll be right back. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack, online at EliteStoneSupply.net. 
Hey, football fans, this is Sean, owner of St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Are you ready for some touchdown-worthy treats during football season? Well, we've got something special just for you. Swing by St. Angelo's and enjoy our great pizza, famous wings, and local bar. Perfect for cheering on your favorite teams. And that's not all. Our famous $9.99 Pizza of the Month promotion is still going strong, giving you a delicious surprise every month. So don't miss out. Visit us at stangelos.com to find our menu and order online. Catch all the football action with St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. See you soon, and go team! Bartos Port Zone continues on a football Friday. Matt Santini along with Jackson Hyde. Alan Sanders uh, running master control. And uh, Jackson, this second hour, you know, it's always a lot more free form. It's a little more laid back. We get a chance to kind of, you know, just kind of float down the lazy river and go wherever it takes us. And I'll tell you where I want it to take us first is your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets uh, playing against Louisville in a game that's one of the – Oddly enough, I, I I say it's oddly enough that <laughs> a spotlight game that they're you know promoting a lot to kick off the season. Um, your thoughts on that, and what do you what do you what's your outlook? How are you feeling about Georgia Tech this fall? It's been a while since they've had had some hope. Yep, not been relevant for a while, uh, Matt. And uh, like I mentioned off there, I'm cautiously optimistic for the season. Um, it's second year under Coach Key. We'll see if we can get. Uh, the ship headed in the right direction. It's, uh, you know, we got some transfers in. We got a, a new face to quarterback. It's, uh, it's going to be clear. You know, we, we see a three and nine season, or we can see a, a six, seven to be away from being not very good. And if we keep everybody healthy and, and play up to potential, maybe. Maybe a 500, maybe a seven-win season uh, in store for the for the Jackets. I'm a, I'm a little bit perturbed. I'm not a big fan of high school. Uh, excuse me, of college football on Friday nights. I think it takes away a little bit uh, from the local games. Folks are going to stay home and watch a game versus going out and supporting their their communities. So uh, I kind of got a beef with the NCAA for playing games on Friday. But short of that, I'm, I'm looking forward to a good season for, for the Jackets. I, I would again. I will simply say I don't know that. Um... I don't know many people that are going to be sitting at home to watch Georgia Tech instead of going to watch their favorite high school football team. Uh, and uh, but I, but I get your sentiment there. The, the good side of that, if you're Georgia Tech, and again in the days of the uh, the transfer portal and uh, you know under a new coach, um, you know you can kind of turn the ship a little bit quicker than you perhaps may have used to. And we'll see if that's the case here with uh, with Coach Key. But what you have to be happy about, if it's a Friday night, 7.30 start, it's on ESPN, national game uh, against Louisville, you're a seven-and-a-half-point underdog. But, um, you know, it does give you an opportunity, if you can get out of the gate kind of quick, show some hope that, again, those a lot of the, the recruits are out playing, you know, on Friday nights, but they're going to find out, you know, they're going to hear about how Tech performs and some of these, you know, players that might be considering tech that tech is pursuing, uh, getting out of the gate and, and playing on national TV is certainly a draw to to have a kid consider your school. Absolutely, and Louisville's in a similar situation, uh, kind of a rebuilding situation there for those guys. Uh, a few more returning starters than the than the Jackets, so that may have something to do with that point spread. But it's a you know home game, somewhat neutral site game for for, for the Jackets. So. Uh, yeah, it's, there's a possibility here. You know, you get out of the gate good and, and uh, maybe surprise some folks and need or beat expectations tonight would be be a good a step in the right direction for sure. Well, that's about all we'll say about Georgia Tech as we, again, hope that that's uh, going to get them off to a good start. Other games that are tonight, um, Mike Garcia's Miami Hurricanes take on Miami of Ohio. That's a 7 o'clock start. That's on the ACC Network. And, um, you know, Miami is one of those teams that uh, there seems to always be high expectations for. And, again, is over the years, it seems less and less that they've been able to, to live up to those standards. Tonight's an important game. Miami of Ohio, one of those uh, mid-America teams or smaller conference teams that is always plays hard-nosed football. It's supposed to be a 17-and-a-half point game. It's one of those where you – can't just win. You're going to have to win 
by as much as people expect you to win by. And, uh, you know, it never fails in these first couple of weeks. And it's usually one of these Mac teams or a, a Sunbelt team. Somebody usually steps up and, and pulls the upset off. I, if I had to pick one this week, you know, a, a double-digit underdog to pull it off, it could be Miami or Ohio tonight. So uh, interesting to see. Uh, other games tonight, Central Michigan and Michigan State. Again, Michigan State is another one of those teams where everybody, for whatever reason, seems to give them a little bit more um, credit than perhaps they deserve. It's been a while since they've been relevant. And again, you always look at, I always look at those Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, and Western Michigan. Those smaller schools that, again, they're they're kind of like barracudas. They're going to give you everything you can handle. And again, that that game is tonight as well at uh, 7 o'clock on FS1. Again, you can record any of these games and watch them later when you go back and get back from your high school football game of choice. Missouri State plays Kansas. Stanford takes on Ohio. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Stanford takes on Hawaii. That is uh, the 11 o'clock start tonight on CBS. So you can, uh, the CBS Sports Network. So you can always go back and uh, after you get back from football and after you're done listening to WBHF at midnight, uh, you can catch this game in progress and just doze off listening to see if the Rainbows uh, are going to do what they do. Stanford only a three-point favorite in that contest. Yep, it's uh, Stanford. The days of, of them kind of being in control out there have changed. A lot of new coaches in the Pac-12 that's done a really good job of recruiting out there that's kind of stole some of that Stanford thunder. But uh, um, looking forward to the weekend, looking forward to college football in general. You know, we, we didn't mention last night uh, that Florida-Utah game. There's a lot of hopes and expectations for Florida that uh, they have come to fruition right out of the gate. Uh, they look really pedestrian, if you will, against a, a good Utah team, but uh, a, a Utah team missing a lot of starters. So uh, it's going to be going to be a fun season. Yeah, and you and I were talking off the air. One of the big things with Florida that has got to be a little concerning uh, was some of the, again, unforced errors and mistakes. They had a couple of players wearing the same jersey number on the field on a punt that extended a drive that led to a touchdown. Uh, just that level of sloppiness uh, doesn't necessarily fall back on the players, or it does fall on the players to some extent, but it extends beyond the players to the coaching staff and to the, the overall preparation to play in a football game like that. Yeah, that conversation had to have happened at some point pregame. Okay, you guys are both number three. You're both on the punt team. Change your jersey here. I mean, that had that conversation had to have taken place. So how it slipped by is, and that, like you mentioned, it was a, a fourth and three that turned into a first down over the, the unforced error there for Florida. And Florida really got manhandled up front on both sides of the ball. And it's hard to believe an SEC school of Florida's caliber wasn't able to control the line of scrimmage against a, a Pac-12 team. So it's uh, uh, doesn't look well for Florida moving forward. Well, I, I got another conversation to be had, and it's, you know what? We got a hundred numbers to choose from. How about we just pick a hundred <laughs> different ones and save the duplicates for the guys that are red shirted or the ones that we know aren't going to be taking the football field. I know, I don't know if Cass does. I, I've kind of glanced at the roster, but I know Cartersville has a few players that are wearing multiple numbers, uh, multiple, you know, that are sharing numbers this year. And um, from a broadcaster, it's a little bit hard to keep up with, but it's also like you're creating an issue where there may not need to be an issue. Right, and it's uh, single digits. Everybody wants a single-digit number now, even the defensive linemen. You know, that's a big deal for for some reason. But uh, so I'm sure that had a little bit to do with it. They probably were both promised a single-digit number at some point, so they were trying to come through with it. Yeah, well, um, that'd be a non-negotiable on my end, but oh well. <laughs> and, and I just took another quick look at Cass's roster. They don't have any duplicate numbers, so they seem to be in the free and clear with that. When as far as that goes. But uh, we're coming up on a commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about college football. Maybe the team in Athens we might spend a moment because they play Tennessee, Martin, this week. And uh, <laughs> part of that pillowy soft schedule that they're playing. And uh, maybe here for Brad Stevens, I'm sure Alan will want to chime in after that one. But really, it doesn't matter who the competition is in week one. It's just a celebration of, of a long weekend and the fact that football is back in our lives until well, in the college situation, well past the beginning of the year. So that's a, that's a good thing. So we come back, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the Atlanta Braves, who got off to a great start in their four-game series on the road. A big day for Ronald Acuna Jr. in more ways than one, off the field and on. We'll talk a little bit about that. 
and who knows what else pops to mind in the final 30 minutes of Bartow Sports Zone. We'll find out together after this timeout. Whether you're a fan of the Hurricanes, Colonels, Wildcats, or Tigers, Sidelines Grill in Cartersville is the perfect spot to get your team ready with a meal before the game or celebrate afterwards. Wear your team colors to Sidelines Grill on Fridays this season and receive a free queso appetizer with the purchase of any two entrees. Team trivia on Tuesdays at 7 and music bingo on Thursdays. It's Sidelines Grill where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. Rooks Roofing and Exteriors is your answer for all types of services for your home or commercial property. With free inspections and roof insurance claim assistance, Rooks Roofing is a GAF certified contractor completing repairs, storm damage, restoration, and full roof replacements. Rooks Roofing also offers gutter repair and installation along with many other exterior repair services. Call 678-249-7549 or visit rooksroofing.com. Rooks Roofing, where the proof is in the roof. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone here on your community radio station, WBHF, AM 1450, FM 100.3, and worldwide at WBHFradio.org. Matt Santini in for Charles Wilson. We talk about athletes beyond Bartow. Charles cutting it up at the World Amateur over in Myrtle Beach. I I guess I could have checked the standings during that last time out. I did not, but uh, quite an honor to be able to plan that. Joined by Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, Brad Stevens will join us. In just a moment, and uh, while we wait on uh, Brad just a little bit, before we get to the college football, Jackson, I want to turn to you for a little bit of a snippet about Cass football. They play tomorrow uh, on the road at Drew, and that game will be uh, on Bartow Sports Zone. And uh, let's chat just for a moment or two about that particular game and heading down to Atlanta for that contest. Yep, going down uh, to the Riverdale area off Jonesboro Road, Drew Charter high school a uh, a team if you watch them get off the bus you'd think oh boy it's gonna be a long night they uh got a some some good looking athletes they just on film last year and this year just haven't been able to put a, a complete game together yet i look for uh hopefully this to be a confidence builder for the colonels and uh maybe get that offense rolling a little better than we've seen so far this season and uh get ready for the, the meat of the schedule coming up and that's uh so five o'clock kickoff on uh, tomorrow right Yep, 5 o'clock, uh, not far off of 75 there, Jonesboro Road and 75 area. Um, so a little, little different. Uh, Cass was able to get an extra practice in. They practiced this morning, a good, cool Friday morning uh, practice for them and uh, going to be ready to go tomorrow afternoon. And, you know, while we're talking a little bit more about local high school football, uh, shout out to the Woodland Wildcats. Uh, they've had an off season full of obstacles and hurdles and if it could go wrong it went wrong and it was good to see them to get on the winning side last friday at kusa 48 to nothing not just a win but a a, a a dominating win for them and hopefully they can continue that uh momentum tonight against my a, a definitive win they're on the road tonight at, at model and even better news as uh, their field uh has is totally ready to go so they'll be able to play uh, on the banks of the Etowa, I believe that, well, that'll be next Friday, right? Yeah, that's uh, yep, Woodland will yep. be at home next week to take on Pepperell, uh, which will be their official, their unofficial home opener since they played week one at Adairsville. Uh, you mentioned good-looking athletes, and we've got one with us now, Brad Stevens. Good morning. <laughs> Looks like you're uh, just finished running a 5K or in the midst of it. What's up, my brother? Oh, I'm good, man. Yeah, I got to get my exercise on in the morning. It's the only time I have. To do that so i had to do a couple of things and then get my run on but i wanted to join you guys because i wanted to see your ugly mugs today no matter what so <laughs> here i am mission accomplished with that so let's uh jump right into it with you uh georgia gets off to a, a tough start they play the university of tennessee martin tomorrow and yeah. uh, six o'clock kickoff in athens and uh, should be a a tough contest well <laughs> And on cue, Brad just throws up on us. Hey, Brad, Brad, if you'll take off your if if you'll take off your video, maybe we'll get uh, get a little bit more streaming. But for the moment, I'll throw it back to Alan Sanders and get his assessment on the 
The dogs taking on the University of Tennessee. Martin. I can only tell you what my wife said last night when I said, hey, how are we going to handle this? We've got a birthday celebration for a family member. We're going to have a small gathering, but the game's on. She goes, is there really going to be a game? Well, uh, again, uh, as I mentioned in the previous section, there's going to be plenty of football tomorrow. The fact that uh, dog fans are going to be able to bark at their TVs and and do that. And I'm listen, I'm I'm a fan of of anything that brings people together with a little bit of with a little bit of fun and food and maybe some uh, some other stuff. So it, it really doesn't matter who they're playing. It's the fact that you got the opportunity to do it. In all honesty, and I, I, a little tongue-in-cheek, a little snark, but uh, I am so looking forward to the return. I've actually been texting the family. We've got a little group chat and saying, you know, let's let's get ready for this. Do we have our streaming service picked yet? Do we know what we're going to do? I want to make sure that we've got the game on at the very least. Um, we have become, and probably because we sent two girls through the UGA system and graduated out of Athens, um, that's the team we watch. No matter what's going on, we make time for, for the UGA Bulldogs every time they're playing. Uh, it's become a family tradition. It's become one of those things that even my before he passed away, my father-in-law had to adopt the Dogs as his second favorite team out of, uh, out of Penn State. Uh, he's always been a, a Nittany Lions fan, but he had to adopt UGA. My daughter sent him a UGA hat specifically to force him to wear it when he was watching football. That's good. And then you kind of have to battle your wife with uh, the University of Syracuse, right? Well, she's an Orange fan, but uh, as far as football, she's UGA through and through. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go with that. And speaking of UGA through and through, we'll get it back to Brad. And Brad, if you hide your video, it might help the bandwidth a little bit. Uh, okay. Can you hear me now? You're beautiful. Good. So I'll give you a chance to talk a little bit more about the dogs taking on Tennessee, Martin. Oh, yeah. Well, 50 and a half is the spread, and I don't think we'll cover because you know how Kirby is. If he gets up, he's going to hang hang that up and give the reserves a chance to get some play in time. But uh, I feel good about it. I'm excited about the season. Big time. Uh, looking forward to an electric atmosphere at night, too. First night game, I feel like, in 10 years. They just quit doing them, and everything's at noon. So really excited about that part of it, for sure. Yeah, and again, if you're a program like Tennessee Martin, it does give you an opportunity to get yourself – a good payday and get yourself on television. And as well, the guys that, uh, that may be considering going there, as I mentioned with Jackson in the first section, you know, you, you get to play on TV a little bit, a little bit of notoriety. It, it only helps if you can put up a little bit of, you know, some flashes of brilliance. Yeah. I mean, it, it is, it's fun to probably get to play in the stadium that size. Cause you know, they're probably not going to do that where they are. And, you know, it means about a hundred thousand people and, you know, 99% of them are against you, but, uh, you know, it's it, they're going to get a chance to you know get a good boost their athletic budget. I'm sure, which is a big deal. Uh, and I know that's why these folks don't want to see the, these games go away uh, with the new scheduling coming out in the next couple of years. But uh, you know, as dog fans, you know we're kind of in unknown territory right now. Everybody's talking about three peat and whatever. I'm not. I'm like Kirby. I don't even want to hear it right now. It's, you know, we got to play all these games. Everybody's like, oh, easy walkthrough schedule. I don't believe that at all. I never will uh, in this league. And uh, you know, starts tomorrow. That's all I can say for it. I did think about you last night, which I know sounds kind of bizarre, but there was a guy that posted something online that was upset that Florida was not representing the SEC well. And I was like, so you're probably a Georgia fan and you're cheering for it for, for the SEC team? Oh, gosh, you, you've got to be kidding me. Never. I, I was a Ute last night. I I was my, – my mind was in Georgia – or my body was in Georgia. My mind was in Salt Lake City, okay? I was a Ute last night. And – uh all for the all for them. Glad they beat the Gators. I wish it had been worse. Well, when you talk about big point spreads, UCF uh, kind of put it to Kent State last night. I figured, oh, 36 points. There's no way. Uh, there was a way. They won 56 to six. So yeah. that um, that's a, a bit of a challenge. We've got one more segment of Bartow Sports Zone. We'll talk Atlanta Braves. I teased earlier a big day for Ronald Acuna Jr. on and off the field. We'll talk about that when we come back. To Barto Sports Zone. We'll see you in about oh, a few minutes. Keep it tuned right here. This one's for anyone who understands what heavy duty really means. Dave Chevrolet in Ackworth is North Georgia's heavy duty truck dealer, and you won't find a bigger selection of new Silverado 2500 and 3500 crew cab models. They're big, tough as nails, and built to haul heavy duty payloads. Hey, you're going to need something to haul all that cash you're going to save, plus all that cash we're giving for your trade. See Dave Chevrolet in Ackworth and online at DaveChevrolet.com.
With agents Holly Carpenter, Pete Poston, Carolyn Brown, broker Ashton Willingham, and owner Calvin Evans, Blackstone Realty Group is your full-service real estate team for all of Northwest Georgia. Providing attentive service for buyers, sellers, and investors on a wide range of real estate needs for all types of property and price ranges. Call Blackstone today to find or sell that special home, rental, or commercial property. Blackstone Realty Group, 770-382-6202 and on Line at blackstonerealty.net. Final segment of Arto Sports Zone Matt Santinian for Charles Wilson, Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens, Alan Sanders. All around the horn here. I'll open up. I've teased it twice, and if I don't do it off the top, I'll forget. Braves 8-7 to seven victors last night over the Dodgers. And I mentioned a big day for Ronald Acuna Jr. on and off the field. Well, on the field, he hit a grand slam, uh, became the first player in Major League Baseball history to have 60 stolen bases and 30 home runs in a single season. Those numbers will continue to go up over the last month of the season. But yesterday morning, him and his fiancée decided, hey, Let's not wait any longer. Let's get married. So yesterday morning in Los Angeles, uh, Ronald and his now bride uh, decided to exchange nuptials. And then he said, well, uh, now I got to go to work. And he did that. So a good way to celebrate uh, his marital uh, day to go ahead and have a big day on the field. Do you think the four leading candidates for National League MVP are in this series when you think about Acuna, uh, Mookie Betts, uh, Austin Riley and Freddie Freeman. Well, Acuna has the grand slam. Riley hit a home run. Mookie Betts hit two home runs. And uh, Freddie, I don't know exactly what he did, but nowhere near as stellar. But a lot of star power in uh, Jackson in, in that Braves game as they take on the Dodgers. Yeah, it was an exciting game to watch. I flipped back and forth between it and the uh, the Florida Utah game. It was it was fun to watch and. Uh, Matt, like we mentioned off the air, that it's it's been awful easy all season for the Braves. They've been just a dominant team uh, day in and day out. I just I just hope they can continue that momentum through the playoffs and uh, and get back to the World Series. But uh, I just got a gut feeling it's been way too easy. Brad, your thoughts? Well, I'll tell you what I've I've enjoyed. I watched more Braves baseball this year than I have in a long time, and uh, this is a lot of a fun team to watch. Uh, you know, and Acuna last night, that was amazing. Uh, you know, he he disproved the theory from Rocky that women weaken legs. Uh, he goes, gets married and goes out and hits a grand slam. So uh, that was pretty big. Um, but uh, I don't know if it's been too easy or if they're just that good. Uh, there's a couple of people nipping at their heels. I mean, not the Phillies, of course. But, you know, there's Baltimore and the American League that's really surged right now. Uh, right now. Uh, you've got a couple other people getting hot at the right time. But the Braves have been hot all year. And barring injury, I see them in the end, uh, you know, playing somebody like the Orioles. That would be a really cool series. It's been a while since I've seen the Orioles in it anyway. Um, but, you know, obviously playoff baseball is just like football. You never know what might happen. But this, I feel good about a seven-game series with these Braves. Alan, any thoughts on the Braves? Just, it's so much fun to watch them. And it's when you can put up the runs they do, it's, it hides any pitching issues. And as long as they can keep the offense going, they're going to be fine. The issue, like I think you were saying during one of the breaks, is – are they built for the short game, the the sprint, when you get into postseason play? Well, that's, again, I worry about the Phillies. I worry about the Brewers. I'm a bit of a worrier anyway when it comes to that. But, you know, Morton has an ERA under just a little bit over one in August, so he's figured it out. Strider and Freed, uh, hopefully Kyle Wright is close to coming back, and so uh, we'll just continue to ride that as well. Kevin Carroll uh, not going to join us in air, but poked his beautiful face in here and said, uh, I guess, about 40 minutes ago, it was announced that the ACC uh, has voted to extend invitations to Stanford, Cal, and SMU to join the conference, and uh, that would happen as early as next season. Of course, Stanford and Cal looking for dance partners now that the Pac-12 appears to be uh, going into nothingness. Well, the cool thing is, is that Stanford makes really a lot of sense in the Atlantic Coast Conference. So, I mean, it's you know, that's, that's huge. Uh, you know, an academic boost and boost in sports that nobody down here watches at all, but Hey, you know, party on man, do what you got to do to make the money. Yeah. The new, it's going to be the coast to coast conference. 
I like that, right? I think I yeah, think it'll be yeah, the new, new name for the conference there, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't get or, SMU or called at all, the APC, but... called the Atlantic Pacific Conference. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you, it, it may uh, it may boost uh, recruiting in the areas of volleyball and golf because you know you may want to go to an ACC school. Not that there aren't nice courses on the East Coast, but you know, go out to Stanford and Cal and kind of double up with uh, with some little West Coast golf trip. I, I could definitely handle that. But, I mean, I wish if Georgia could just join the Mountain West, that would be great. I mean, we do have some mountains here. So, I mean, we could do that, and then we would have a pretty easy schedule. But we get some really great road games. Brad, please don't say something about having an easier schedule than what y'all have. Uh-huh. Please, please, please hey, I'm going to ride this wave until I can't ride it anymore, Matt. Uh, that's fine. It's hey, There's a lot of different ways to get to the same place. And if Georgia ends up in the playoffs again, then you know what? Haters got to hate, right? Amen. I love the hate. Bring it on. It tastes like steak. <laughs> Jackson, Brad, thank you for joining us today on Bartow Sports Zone. As we wrap things up, I will let you everybody know that we have high school football starting tonight on WBHF starting at 6 o'clock. Countdown to kickoff uh, presented by Glenda Mitchell Law Firm. Uh, join me and Don Startup from Scott's Walk-Up Barbecue. We've got three local games tonight that uh, are going to be uh, all at home. Well, actually, two of them at home. Adairsville's playing host to Rabin County. Cartersville taking on Alatoona. Woodland on the road at Model. And then tomorrow at 5 o'clock, uh, I guess pregame's at 4.30 for Cass Colonels taking on the Drew Eagles. That'll be on BartosportZone.com. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Thanks to Charles Wilson for letting me occupy the seat this week. Have a great football Friday and enjoy uh, all the time here on WBHF.